What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 219, this week featuring my guest Ron Parfit from the DIY record label Gene Scene out in Pittsburgh. Uh, this kind of continues down the road here where I'm kind of trying to find anyone can from the scene there. Um, he started the label many years ago and has become a big part of the music scene there, especially I would say the hardcore scene, which is kind of what he focuses on. Uh, he primarily makes records and tapes for the bands, and then he also has a uh, two-day indie music fest coming up in October. I believe that'll be the 13th and 14th, uh, and that'll be featuring about 30 bands or so, most of them from his label. Um, on this episode, I featured two bands uh, that he has on the roster. One is uh, called Split Silk. The song is called Ocean Heart, and you'll hear that momentarily. And then uh, the other band is Morning Dew. The song is called Dream. Um, either of which you can definitely check out on Spotify. So uh, regardless, though, thanks for listening, and uh, thanks for supporting the show. Definitely appreciate it. Uh, if you want to help out, you can definitely drop a comment wherever you're streaming or uh, rating or uh, any of that stuff. It's always helpful, but uh, hopefully you yourself are doing good and playing a bunch of gigs and getting out there and enjoying summer. Uh, the weather's definitely beautiful this week here in Maryland uh, in the 80s. But uh, yeah, uh, personal news and notes, uh, Hollow Truths have a big show at Angel's Rock Bar. Uh, we'll be there around 8 or 9 o'clock. Uh, I believe our set time is about 9, and uh, we got a bunch of our friends on the bill. Uh, should be a good time. Tickets are like 10 bucks, and that's in uh, Power Plant in Baltimore on Friday night. But the uh, last few things I normally mention, uh, podcast merch is available. If you're looking for a shirt, uh, it's on the Shopify link in the episode notes. Uh, Part-Time Rockstar Productions is up and running if you're looking for a music video. And then uh, Truly Strings uh, is a sponsor of the show based out of Laurel, Maryland. It's a guitar shop there. I take all my gear, and uh, I definitely need to take some gear there soon because uh, guitar is getting a little banged up here. But uh, yeah, without much more rambling, we'll get to the conversation with Ron. So, uh, yeah, what's going on? My name is Brett. Ron, man, nice to meet you. Uh, good to uh, good to chat. I appreciate the opportunity. Man. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Uh, I'm calling you from like the D.C. Baltimore area. Are you in Pittsburgh? I live just outside of Pittsburgh, like 25 minutes south of Pittsburgh, a place called North Huntington gotcha. Township, outside of Pittsburgh. So nice. Yeah, I've been trying to just uh, you know meet a few more people from uh up your way yeah no that's awesome i mean hopefully some of the guys i uh i sent messages to reached out to you yeah definitely um sometimes a little hard to keep track of who's who but uh yeah definitely definitely uh got a few emails uh to go through for sure so appreciate that i'm always trying to get some you know new guests on yeah, understandable. I uh, 
I did a, a podcast for like two seasons with a friend of mine um, called Ron and Matt. Let's listen, where we actually had a bunch of uh, musicians pick an album that meant something to them personally. And they thought everybody should hear, and then we would listen to it and we would all discuss it. And, yeah, uh, nice. It was yeah, it was cool. It was a fun time. Yeah, somebody I've, I've talked to on here, um, one of theirs is called A Thousand One Album Complaints, and they just like, I guess there's a list of A Thousand One Albums that, of our best ones of all time or something, and uh, they just kind of break them down and complain about them. It's, it's pretty funny. That's that's pretty funny. Yeah, that's a funny concept. I like that. Um, but yeah, you're, effectively you're you're running a gene scene, and is yeah. that... Is that a DIY venue as well as a band? or It's a DIY label that I've been okay. running for uh, about three years. Um, I basically started it out because I, I was out of the scene for quite a while. Um, you know, my, I had a son, and I just wasn't like deep in the scene. And I went to a show. I saw this band, local band, Blast Beat Princess from Pittsburgh Play, and they had put their demo up online a couple months prior, and I really liked it. So I spoke to them and I was like, hey, like, I'm thinking about just doing like tape label or whatever. And yeah. would you guys cool with me doing a release? And they were like, yeah, sure. So uh, that's kind of how it started. And now it's just kind of keeps going. It just kind of keeps growing from there. Yeah. How many bands do you have on the label? I mean, it's not, it's a DIY label. So they come and go. Like, I don't have like any kind of contractual obligations or anything of that nature. Yeah. Uh, it's more or less like, you know, we usually will talk about like whatever they're going to put out or what they've put out and how many they're looking for. And then when it comes to tapes, um, generally speaking, you know, we, we will split them like halfway. Like I'll pay for all of them and then, you know, give them half of them. And, you know, I'm, I'm not looking to, to, to make money. I'm kind of just looking to support the, the, the scene and, and kind of the bands that I'm working with. And a lot of them have become friends and, you know, it's become kind of a more of a community thing than a uh, than like a, a venture for any kind of gain. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I feel like that's what all of us are trying to do with any form of this stuff, media or labels or I don't know, yeah, whatever. For, for um, sure, man. I guess. Yeah. So, do you put together shows as well, or is that something that happens yeah. kind of independently with the bands themselves? Yeah, I mean, so I've I've had a couple of shows that I put on recently uh, in the last year, um, but for the most part, like, it's just working with the labels, working with a lot of other labels, which does kind of help out because you know, yeah. when bands are look to tour, they have a little bit more ability to like reach out to some places um, and and chat with them. So there's a lot of crossover with things that I release with with a lot of other labels. I mean, I wouldn't even be doing it if it weren't for a couple of labels helping me out at the beginning uh larry records from new york uh really helped out and like the biggest help to me was no funeral records from canada nate is a really great guy and kind of like got me set up and showed me the ropes of like how to do things in terms of like how to set things up how to get the tapes set up and doing it from home because when i say like diy like it's literally me in my basement doing everything yeah I i know the struggle for sure. Um, so do you do you also play as well? No, 
No, man. I just, uh, I literally just uh, released the stuff. I actually, um, I do have a festival coming up in October in Pittsburgh. Um, oh, yeah. Which is going to be 23 bands in two days. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm super excited for that to go down. Uh, obviously, like, some of my local friends are playing. Um, yeah. Like, my Met Pit and Morning Dew, Violet, Leonardo DiCaprio. Kaiba just moved here from Athens, Ohio, is playing it. Um, yeah, I mean, kicked in the head by a horse. There's just a ton of uh, local friends, but then, you know, I have bands coming from all over. Time Stables is playing, Respirator, uh, Kiss Before Dying, Sack, Keandre Amada, Mount Ida, Passion yeah. Play. Fire. I mean, it's just like the list goes on, and then Eyelids is playing. This band from the early aughts called Reds is actually getting back together. Uh, because I did a discography tape for them because I also felt like they were super overlooked and wanted to kind of like shine some light on them so it was really great to put it out but then they were willing to get back together to play this which is a huge thing for me so very appreciative of that hell yeah oh that's awesome man especially do a two day one um, I'm actually think I'm probably going to talk to Violets here pretty soon as well um, but yeah, for this podcast, I've tried to do so far a, just a one day event with like former bands from the show. That's been fun. Yeah. Uh, usually we go for like the two stage uh, option so that That's... we can just kind of keep it rolling. And we've been able to do a couple in Maryland and one in PA. Nice. Uh, at least um, middle of nowhere, PA, like Lancaster. Yeah. Not quite out Pittsburgh's way. But, no, that's um, cool. I mean,. I saw Piss Jeans in Lancaster years and years ago, so... Nice. You know? Hell yeah. So what kind of uh, venue do you guys uh, run it out of? Or is it just a house or a backyard? No, it's going to be... It'll be out of uh, the Mr. Roboto Project, which is like a really long-running DIY punk venue in Pittsburgh. Um, It's been around since the 90s. Uh, It was in one location. Now it's moved to a new location, but... uh, yeah, it's it's a great venue. It's been around forever. A lot of history there. A lot of bands have played. So, um, you know, I had the opportunity. Um, Six from Morning Dew, who's a really good friend. They were the one who actually got that kind of hooked up with them. And, you know, I'm super appreciative of the opportunity to, to be involved with that. And then there's a, a production company, Don't Let the Scene Go Down on Me, who is actually going to help to, you know, they got the tickets together, got everything together on that end to kind of get things started and, and rolling and then October's right around the corner so hopefully uh, hopefully everything goes well and we get a lot of people out there for it yeah it's awesome I mean more bands the merrier so hopefully yeah it yeah. should work sure should work out well do you usually do uh, one stage or more it's, yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be one stage it's gonna be incredibly short sets because I mean this is like yeah. a majority of the bands are emo screamo bands you know kind of uh, you know like old school esque uh gravity era record sounding uh DC sound from like, you know, right to spring style stuff and then nineties kind of stuff like you and I and Sasha sounding stuff gonna be playing. So like really kind of uh quick sets but you know um there's so many bands playing it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how quickly we can get the back line up and down. Yeah it's the uh the big key, for sure. With, for sure. And kicking people on and off stage because you know everybody likes to play a yeah. little long. 
So we just, I think everybody's kind of in the know of the fact that the sets are about 15 minutes, and most of them yeah. generally speaking only play 15 to 20 minutes anyway. So it's not like yeah. the major unpacking. Yeah, definitely sounds like a party. That's for sure. I think I lost you there for a second, but well, yeah, yeah, I didn't hear you. I apologize. Okay, yeah. Now I was just saying, it definitely sounds like a party. So yeah, yeah, it should be a good time. It should be a fun time. For sure. And you did say you've done it once before so far, or like is it an annual no, thing? No, it's the time right. I've done this. I'm hoping okay. to make it an annual thing. I've already started kind of discussing with some some folks about next year. Um, going to continue to try to do it in October simply because uh, that's literally this one is literally two days before my birthday. So like I was basically just me treating nice. myself to that I wanted to see for my birthday. So that's cool. Yeah, so so what kind of got you into it as far as running a DIY label then? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess, so I was, I was a lot more active between like 2000 and 2009 in seeing like going to shows and really keeping up on like the hardcore scene and everything like that. I mean, I'm a big indie nerd, too, like indie rock nerd. I'm a big like modest mouse and yeah, I love park courts and stuff like that. Um. But at the same time, like, I always had the special place for, like, hardcore and punk. And I just kind of fell off when my son was born. I didn't have the time to invest in, like, kind of looking into bands and stuff like that. But I always loved, like, the way Gravity Records did their DIY. Um, I did these tapes for Kirby Kiss from New Jersey a while ago that was really inspired by Gravity's Mohinder 7-inch that they did, uh, where they just kind of took magazine (laughs) magazines and cut it out and then stamped Mo Hinder on it and that was the the, the part of the sleeve and I also thought that was such a cool thing so we kind of did that for the for the Kirby Kiss tapes uh that I did and uh Gravity was a big inspiration for me like in the 90s that that was like the label that I kind of gravitated toward when I was in my like late teens early 20s and yeah. I always just I wanted to do something like that but it was just like yeah it always felt like oh I'm never going to have the time or the money or whatever to, to invest. And, and I just decided one night after seeing Blast Beat Princess play, I was like, I really want to, I really want to do something with this. So I don't care if this is only one, one tape and nothing else ever comes of it, but it turned into, you know, making a lot of friendships with a lot of great people. Like I, I mentioned Larry records and no funeral, but you know, Zegama beach uh, records has been really great as well. I mean, I've, I've had the opportunity to work with a lot of great people and even coming up, like there's so much stuff that I'm working on, like ba- bands that I'm working with, as well as labels that I'm working with that I just am really stoked to get the opportunity, but it really started from just a passion for music and never having the, the ability to sit down and teach myself to play an instrument, not having the focus for yeah. something like that. And more so just like, I love this and I want to give back in some way. And this was like my little way of trying to give something back. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. It's kind of funny though, being in, in the hardcore scene. It's, uh, I feel like the barrier to entry isn't isn't as bad as say like any other genre where you could pretty much pick up an, a guitar, plug it in and make some noise with it and it'll count. <laughs> So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure that's probably true. I think, I think it was that I was. Um, I was when I was younger. I was just constantly always, like I, I missed a lot of shows. I would have loved to have get, gotten to see and, uh, and then like as I got older and I got 
obviously I was able to become more financially stable. That really helped me be able to start going to things again. And then we had our son and, you know, like, I mean, anybody who knows me knows like I'm a dad first and everything else second. Like my son Max is like my life. So for yeah. me, like the, the label and everything is really like I love doing that stuff. And like he will occasionally, his interest will be peaked for, you know, five minutes or so. And then he's like, okay, I'm back to doing my own thing. But it was really just like that's always been kind of like my therapy and escape. And I wanted to give something back and the opportunity to do so presented itself. So I did. Nice. Well, the scene needs people like you, sir, for sure. Yeah, that's what, that's, that's very kind. Thank you. What all, all of our scenes need is people kind of taking the initiative to kind of do some some extra legwork, you know? Yeah, no, and I think I think the thing about Pittsburgh that I, I love to do is that there's so much diversity in, like, the music scene here. I mean, like, yeah. uh, and there's so many bands that I like to play different, like, different styles. Like, there's, like, like psychedelic kind of vibes like the garment district there's bands play like dream pop like like eyewash uh, and then you have like there's like a crazy cool metal scene with like bands there's like bands like wind chime and gloom doom and then like metal tinge hardcore like 80s over zeo uh and then we have big bands too like code orange obviously it's a pretty big band in like the hardcore genre yeah. But I mean, there's there's a ton of a ton of cool stuff and like kind of the guys that I run with, if you will, or the the scene that I kind of know the people the best. Obviously, it's like like Violets and Morning Dew, um, Leonardo DiCaprio kicked from the head by a horse, Kaiba, and then there's bands like God, Not Your Friends is such an amazing band. I've never got to uh, really interact with them, but they seem like a, such a fantastic band. And kind of see anything they do live, but the diversity of the scenes are like really crazy i think it's one of the things that makes uh pittsburgh such a cool like rock city too because i think a lot of a lot of rock bands do really well here because of the fact that it's such a a town for that kind of music yeah it's funny like i said i'm just now kind of extending my reach a little with the podcast and obviously kind of i i do play uh, music myself in a band so i'm interested in and coming out that way for that reason as well to play but um yeah that's awesome what kind of style do you guys play i call it modern 90s it sort of sounds like maybe it could have been on the american pie soundtrack back in the day but just like a okay. little a little grungier maybe or a little something i don't know i have a very no, bar- cool. baritone bassy voice so just yeah kind of the way it works for us no, that's awesome. That's awesome, man. That's cool. I mean, growing up in the '90s, obviously, that's awesome. So, yeah. So, we have fun with it. I just like writing songs and seeing what I can come up with. You know. Yeah. For sure, but, I've, I've listened to a couple episodes of the podcast. And you do a nice job, by the way. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah, just kind of started it during the pandemic, just to keep myself entertained and seemed to be fun, actually. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but yeah, like as far as Pittsburgh goes, like usually all we know of Pittsburgh in the DC Baltimore area is like sports and how we all essentially don't get along yeah. on that front well, at it's, all. It's funny, but <laughs> because I'm I'm a I'm an avid hockey fan, but I'm a Montreal Canadiens fan and have noticed been since that. I went to my, 
hockey game as a child. Uh, so yeah, huge, huge Canadians fan. So that doesn't play well here, but, um, yeah, I mean, I have, I have a love for, uh, for Washington Capitals hockey sometimes too. I like, I like all the games. Like I love to watch the game I play. So how long did you play? I played two years in high school. That's all. Like they didn't have where I grew up was incredibly rural. Like the area that I live now is much closer to the city where I grew up before there was nothing around. It literally was uh, mountains and farms. And Mm. when I was a, when I was a sophomore, they put in a, an ice arena and they started a hockey team the following year. So I played, I played junior and senior year. Nice. Yeah. I I mean, I I was terrible, but I played. (laughs) Yeah. I still play in the, in the men's league now. Nice. That's awesome. It's definitely fun. For sure. Well, for sure, man. But, but, uh, yeah, we'll see how the old Habs do this year. I don't know. They're, yeah, they've been rebuilding here for a little while, so we'll see if they ever ever break out of the old rebuild. But three years, three more years—that's yeah. fine, West. Yeah, you're. I guess Pittsburgh's really not far from Montreal. Think about it, right? It's like what, like. That's. I think. I think we like, we went a couple, well, probably about seven years ago. I think it's about a about ten hours. Oh, okay, that's about how far it is from here. Which is interesting. I would have thought it was like a little closer, but yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's probably different ways. Yeah, I'm sure went the the longest possible way. Yeah, it's a cool city though. I never got to see a game there, but just walking around, is a nice place. I haven't seen a game there since the '90s, but it is. It's a beautiful city. An amazing, amazingly fun place to be to. Very cool. Great food. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, just don't try to speak French if you're not French. They do not appreciate that. No, so. no, no. Do not have that ability yet. <laughs> um, but back, back to the music. Um, yeah. Like, how do how do bands like kind of? I guess you said they find you because maybe you're at a show and you've seen them and you approach them, or like maybe they find you it's, on the inter- in the internet or word of mouth or like. Yeah, it's kind of twofold. Like, um. Uh, you know, I'll reach out to a band if I really like what I heard. Like, I'm, I'm constantly listening to stuff, too. Um, yeah. So, like, I I have musical ADD. Like, I always jokingly said that, like, one of the reasons that, like, the band Charles Bronson appealed to me. Because, like, I love yeah. to just have new something all the time. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, initially, when I first started it, um, I got a lot of help with people, like, other labels would be like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm busy, but this guy I know, like, is really good. He would be really willing to work with you. That kind of helped out. Um, and I will. I'll reach out to bands if I like them. I've done that quite a bit. Uh, but I'll just have sometimes people just submit something. Like, they'll just DM me yeah. on Instagram and, hey, man, like, uh, we got this demo. Would you like to listen to it? You know, I'm always, I'm always open to listening to anything. Anybody who ever wants to send anything my way. I'm not specific to a genre either. Like, I don't care if I like it. I'll, I'll absolutely 100%, you know, work with it. Um, starting to get into a lot more vinyl coming up in the next few months to next year. Um, so the DIY tapes are still going to be DIY in my basement, but obviously I don't the vinyl. I have so many things out, but, um, yeah. yeah. So starting to kind of grow it a little bit more in that, in that regard too. Um, 
I love records. I wanted to expand it for a while, but a lot of times, like just the financials that go into yeah. putting out a record, kind of crazy. And because I'm working full time, I don't always have the time to commit to that as much as I wish I did. But right now, with like some labels that are that are friends of mine that are working together with me on doing some things, um, like the end of August, I'll be doing tapes for a Pittsburgh band kicked in the head by a horse who uh, the tapes are going to be done by myself and then there'll be a, a run in Japan by this label called BSDJ who's really really cool and then we're actually sending the records off press and they should be out unfortunately like early next year probably um, yeah. but that'll be myself all over Glenn Records and um, Nooney Records from Seattle who are a super cool group of people as well so like you know like getting getting kind of stepped out into that a little bit more too i feel like helps because the more labels that you kind of talk to and know kind of know what you're into and what you listen to and what you like and so they're a little bit more to like if it's something that they would like to work with but they can't you know they don't have time that working on something else you know they'll send people your way or like i said it, it really just depends it's been it's yeah. been crazy because this year i've gotten a lot more people reaching out than I had in the past, which is really awesome, and I love that. So, yeah, you know, that's a positive. Thing. Pittsburgh bands only, pretty much, right? No, man, I've I've released uh, I've released stuff from all over the world, actually. Oh, okay. I've released records from uh, there's a band from 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 Sweden called Barabbas Do for Patata, who uh. I released their last record called Discussing on Existentialism. I uh, released a record from a band, and these are actually vinyl, uh, called Puke Wolf from Denmark. Um, so yeah, I mean, like, I, I've, those, those were two that I reached out to and was like, hey, I really love music. Like, if you guys would ever want somebody in the U.S. to, like, work with, I would be really thrilled to get the opportunity. And, you know, they were incredibly kind about allowing me to be part of this. You know, that was yeah. exciting for me. That's cool. So, in a nutshell, I guess basically what you're doing is just helping bands put out uh, records, right? Yeah, I mean that's really what it's about for me. Is like you know that and kind of trying to you know build a community of friends that you know when there is something coming up, like if there is a group of of musicians going on tour and they say, "Hey, man, do you know anybody in like Michigan or you know somebody in you know uh, Missouri yeah. or whatever?" Like uh, like just kind of getting to know people that way and kind of building a community around all of that. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I totally get that for sure. Especially doing this podcast stuff now for a little while. It's kind of fun bringing people together and like seeing the little networks form and people kind of becoming friends or putting on shows together. Yeah, for sure. I, I think I think it's also cool because, like, you know, there were two bands that I released early on, uh, a long way down, and who put Bella and the Witch Elm, and I was like, you guys would sound great on a split together. So they ended up talking and becoming friends and then doing a split record together, and then I put on a show for them in Pittsburgh last year in my friend's basement. So, like, That's great. Uh, you know, it was super, super cool for, for things like that to come. Yeah. So right now, pretty much the, the major focus is uh, the festival coming up in October, pretty much, right? Yes and no. I mean, I have I have a bunch of releases coming out in August too okay. on tape. I just I recently just released Split Silk, 
EP called Drown, um, which is like a wild. It's a wild and interesting sound. Like it's got like some sonic youth and like unwound style of music, and then like these moments of outbursts, like screamo outbursts, that are really really cool. Um, also, just released a tape from along with Oliver Glenn from this band called Graves. Uh, they put their CD out on Reasonable Records, which is another really cool label. Uh, it's kind of like an emo and shoegaze mix. It's a wild, it's a wild sound. But uh, in the next couple of weeks, like I have a uh, Burial Etiquette and One Way Splits tape coming out. Burial Etiquette's a band that I've always wanted to work with. They're really, really good people who have been incredibly kind. Uh, Respirator from New York, who is kind of like a more of a metalcore style band. Um, this band called So Long Partner, who is incredibly cool. It's like country and hardcore mixed together. It's a nice. real wild set. Uh, yeah. yeah, and then Morning Dew, uh, they we're going to be putting out a, a gulp slash pulp, which is both of their records on one tape. Uh, that's going to be with uh, Oliver Glenn, BSDJ, Party Mouse, and I think Honeysuckle Records. That'll also be a vinyl and a CD. And uh, then after that, Kionde Amada just recorded their new EP. That won't probably be till October. And in January, well, late December, early January, a band called Medicinal from New York. I'm putting out their debut on on vinyl. Uh, it's nice. got members of Helen of Troy, ex-members of Helen of Troy, and members of Gospel and members of Kill Your Idols. So like it's super. It's rude. a pretty cool. It's a pretty cool release. Yeah, yeah. It's a pretty cool release. The no one's really heard it because they're not going to release it digitally until it's out. But it's it's phenomenal. So, yeah, I mean, I stay busy all the time. Yeah, definitely. Sounds like um, of the stuff that you mentioned there, or maybe of what you sent to me, um, I assumed you wanted uh, Ocean Heart on this episode. Yeah, that's Split Silk. That's the new release that I... Okay, cool. I'll definitely get, get that on there. Uh, as yeah. well, are they from Pittsburgh? Or are they uh, out of towners? They're from, they're from Georgia. If you, if you want to put a Pittsburgh band, Morning Dew, uh, their song's called uh, Dream. That yeah, rules sure. everything around. That's wanna... that's one that you can chill on. That's cool with me. <laughs> yeah, the only other song acronym I know it's called Dream is Miley Cyrus, where it's drugs rule everything around me. <laughs> but uh... yeah, I thought I like the take on. That that yeah, that's and that of course. Um, but yeah, if you want to send that over, that would be sweet. Yeah, I'd probably. I should probably get it on here. Um, I usually yeah. do like two songs. Yeah, um, that's cool. Actually, on the subject of Pittsburgh, I meant I always forget to ask, but um, do you watch that show Daisy Jones and the Six at all on on Amazon? I have. I have not watched it. I'm okay. I'm I'm the name, but I'm unfamiliar. Okay, I absolutely love that show. I thought it was amazing. So I was just curious, but the band is, I guess, fictional. Although maybe it's based on um, Fleetwood Mac. But okay, this show is set in Pittsburgh. So. Interesting. Yeah. No. You know what? I've heard the name. I just uh, I never checked it out. But I'll have to check it out. That's a that's a good call. Yeah, definitely a good one. But, um, yeah, man, I mean, that's pretty much what I got. I'd like to just kind of keep them a little short and sweet and get the rundown. Um, yeah, cool. I don't know if there's anything else maybe that you were 
wanted to talk about that I didn't ask, but I mean, not not particularly. I mean, I'm cool with whatever whatever format you use is fine with me, man. All right, cool. Then uh, yeah, I do appreciate you taking the time here and just popping on. And like I said, I appreciate yeah. making new connections and all that stuff as well. So yeah, for sure, um, for sure. I mean, feel free to reach out anytime. I mean, I'm happy to. I'm happy to do anything. And if you need any other bands, please feel free. Like I can, I can get a billion people to, to message you. If I have a lot of people that I know would be down to definitely chat with you. How many did you send so far? I think it was, I know, I think two, three right? Or four. Okay. Three or four it, guys I, I sent the email to. Okay. Cause yeah, I know I'm talking to at least one or two of them, maybe all of them, but I, like I said, it, I don't know. It's kind of hard to keep track of who's who. So, um, yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, feel free. I'm, I'm not, I don't really turn people down necessarily. Um, I just try to juggle as much as I can. Oh no, trust me. I understand completely. I mean, like even like with releases, sometimes that gets difficult, you know, like I, I recently purchased a, uh, uh, one to three recorder tape, uh, tape dubbing machine because doing it by hand was getting to be so overwhelming and yeah that's nuts i've done projects that like and then i take all the tapes apart and swirl them the, all of them so they're all swirl painted tapes too that's kind of cool uh that was that was a, a thing that zegama beach was doing for a really long time i was like oh i can figure this out so i was like i mean i'm gonna try it and then people love it so i just kept doing it so it's very time-consuming work, but in the end. Well, yeah. I mean, it's art, so... I don't know. It's rewarding in its own weird way, I guess. Yeah, for sure. For sure, I enjoy doing it, so it's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. Well, I sent you over a, a link to my band as well. Um, yeah, dude, I'll check out, for sure. We are, like I said, definitely hoping to get out to Pittsburgh. I know, I think my drummer has some family there, so... Who knows? Cool. Cool. Beige. I mean, uh, like I said, check check into like I mean, Roboto's a really cool place. They have shows for all kinds of bands. I mean, yeah, you know, like they're not genre specific. Um, there are some places here, unfortunately, that kind of do, but Roboto's not one of them. They kind of they kind of run the game. Right on. It's cool. I'll definitely definitely find them here. So uh, yeah, it's yep. pretty much. All I got, so I'll edit this up, get it out on the airwaves, and uh, send you yep. over, send you over the link once it's good. Yeah. Hey, man, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. I appreciate you helping me out and uh, finding a few people. So definitely keep yep. sending them my way. All right. Yeah, you got it, buddy. I'll do that for you. Anybody you think is cool, you know, <laughs> don't have to play uh, favorites. Man, but if if Chet from from Kirby Kits hits you up, yeah, he's he's awesome. Like he did, he did my podcast. We 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 just shot the shit on the phone one night when we were talking about like doing tapes, and yeah. he was like, he's like, yeah, man. And I was like, hey, look, I do this podcast. If you want to jump on, he was one of my favorites. Like he's great. All right, cool. And uh, so, yeah, hopefully, hopefully it'll work out. Yeah, for sure, man, for sure. But anyway, man, I don't want to hold you up. I really appreciate the conversation. Oh, same. Um, hopefully, doesn't have to be the last time either. So. Could yeah, be cool. yeah. Next year or something. You got something going on. Another fest or something. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping to do it every year in October. That's the goal. I might do a little showcase thing in April from some... There's these kids from who well, I've released everything that they've done on tape so far called One Way Mirror. And uh, they're all like 14 and 15. And they okay. did an East Coast. One of their dads came out and took them like on like five or six dates. They're planning to come back next April. And so I'm trying to maybe get some stuff going for them around then. And I might just put together like maybe a 10 big 10 band bill or something on a Saturday, yes. you know, let them, let them have some shine so that some people come out and help them out, obviously. Hell yeah. So, but going on, I'll definitely let you know. All right. Yeah. Well, that sounds awesome. So sweet. All right, man. I'll email you yeah. if I have any more uh, questions or something. Yeah. If you need any follow-ups or whatever, let me know. All right. Cool, dude. All right. Well, nice to meet you. Have a good night. Thank you. Bye.